0: Are you just beginning to branch out in your training techniques? Then you might want to consider getting started with project-based learning. And in our next podcast, we'll talk about those mistakes that you want to avoid. What exactly is project-based learning? It's something that the students that are in, in schools right now, kindergarten through 12th grade, they're using it there. It's being used across the country, in classrooms, college classrooms specifically. So why aren't we using it as we get into corporate America? So basically project-based learning, I I know a lot of instructors who think they're doing it, but they're actually just doing quote-unquote projects. In project-based learning, you're actually teaching throughout the project, not teaching and then doing the project. So This is really focusing on how, you know, how do I interject that lecture amidst the project. So it's an ongoing conversation. So if you're just beginning, here are a couple of things that you can do to be successful. First of all, don't go crazy. Do not start with your eight-week-long program and decide that I'm going to do a project throughout the entire thing. Wrong. Don't start there. Really... Um, that's going to be hard to keep the momentum people grow tired of the project so we want to make sure that it's just a gradual release and maybe over a shorter period of time so number one you want to renovate something that you've already done this means you already have it created but now you're just going to put it into a different look and feel make sure that you're planning those assessments and the scaffolds gathering the you know resources to be successful for renovating it, but you should already have it written down. Make sure that you're really considering all the different parts and pieces as you're planning that. Next, you wanna make sure that you have a limited scope, meaning keep it simple, prioritize the standards, Make sure that you have objectives that meet your corporate goals and your business needs. And really consider that this project should be approximately 10 hours in length. So if you have a one-day class or a three-hour class, that's far more difficult to use project-based learning, but not impossible. I personally think a two-day course it, or longer is the best because really you're digging deep into the topic and have a deep-rooted Knowledge of that, you're really getting them to a deeper level of learning, which doesn't necessarily occur in a one hour class or a three hour class. By narrowing this scope, you're going to be able to have short term success, and that's going to build for a later project. So, we want to have success right away. Next is to plan early. One of the biggest challenges, but also the joys, is it takes quite a bit of planning up front. So if you're looking for a quick fix or a quick something to do, this is not the plan for you because it does require that you take a little bit of time, um, more time than usual in prepping. But by doing that, it really allows for a great learning experience and for the learner to be in charge during most of the class. So the time up front that you're you know, using for planning is really going to come out in that class and you're going to do far less again you're going to be teaching throughout but they're going to be really digging in to that really well planned mapped out program what i use is backward mapping that means in our results rapid design what we're doing is we're starting at the end and working our way to the beginning so we're looking at what's the end goal then activities that will get us there then what are the behaviors we want to see, and then the objectives. So we're working kind of backwards through this. Number four, gather some feedback. So once you have this carved out and you have the process ready to go, have your peers review it so that they know, so you have an idea of whether it makes sense or not. Uh, Maybe it's just posting it on Twitter, on Instagram, on whatever a gist of what you're doing and get feedback from those that are out there. Uh, Maybe you want to have a 30-minute lunch and learn with, you know, someone else in your division or department so that they can kind of just do a once-over and you can talk it through. And then the final thing to keep in, um, oh, there's two more things, actually. Main course, not dessert. So your project-based learning is the main course. Remember that it is the biggest chunk of what you're teaching and, really give it the time that it deserves. The final thing is commit to reflection. You want to make sure that people have time, especially with something new, to reflect and to to think about what's happening within that project. We want to make sure that we have that structured reflection throughout. So they're working maybe in groups to reflect, then alone maybe then in pairs you're mixing it up but you're giving time to really reflect on it as learners we want to make sure that they have time for that in our next podcast we're going to look at some mistakes to avoid as you're building out a project based learning you can Google project-based learning, and tons of ideas will come up. In fact, many of your peers have probably already created some that you could adapt, adopt, and apply to the content you're teaching. That will be a great way to get you, like, kickstarted, and maybe save you some time as well, as long as it really works or lends itself well to the content you're teaching. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth, and this creative training tip for you is all about differentiating and trying something new.